Thank you so much for tuning in to She's All Over the Place with Kiriaki. That's me. Welcome to She's All Over the Place. This segment is titled Culture Kids. Today, I have a dear friend, a special guest. She's an OG in the space from Clubhouse Days, Nama Pozniak. She's an NFT investor, curator, founder, and CEO of Paz Holding Inc. The website is rightplan.com. It'll be in the show notes. She has a Web2 career, and we're going to talk about it today. A lifelong artist, educator, and sound meditation coach for Chopra Global, Nama brings Web3 panels to many industries around the globe. A unique style and balance of proven leadership, mindfulness techniques, and corporate wisdom to communities across industries. With the mind of a rock star, she is a true legendary rock star. She has the heart of a healer and her generosity, amazing. She's an avid volunteer. Nama's programs inspire and educate from her 30 plus years as an entrepreneur. And she's part of the Rug Radio OG Dow Council. Nama, thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate you being with me. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And thank you for the amazing words. Definitely. You are all over the place. You were just in Tel Aviv. You were in Atlanta. So tell us about your travels and what you were doing in those countries and places. Yeah, so my latest uh, travel actually was back home. Uh, my mom was in the hospital, so I traveled to Israel to visit her, make some soup. I was there for a week, then flew through London, was um, seeing my childhood friend that we reconnected uh, recently, and then uh, flew home last Monday to fly to New Orleans to a benefits conference that I was leading two days opening the event with meditation and implementing uh, the opportunity to lower our cost of healthcare, which will be seamless and effortlessly done by just implementing a little bit of uh, quiet space and stillness daily. So yeah, now I'm home. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. Well, all the best for your mom. How lucky she is to have you fly there and give her so much love and healing and warm soup and hugs. That's so sweet. Yeah. Let's send her hugs. Definitely. <laughs> oh, so tell us more about what you do in the healthcare space. So I have been leading um, a team uh, for in the health insurance industry to provide like a one-stop shop for health insurance. So we do, we specialize in individual healthcare and benefits for employers, either small or large. And uh, we walking people that are turning 65 into their Medicare years. So we helping the seniors, uh, you know, getting uh, the supplements coverage. And then we have a big department in the office for travel, inbound, outbound health insurance policies for all over the world. And this is it. So delivering um, a broken system since the early 90s, I have been sick and tired of uh, really being the bearer of bad news, delivering, uh, you know, high cost of care and less coverage. Um, if you are in the U.S., you understand exactly how we are victim of the system. Uh, and actually, we are practicing sick care, not health care. My personal life, I've been practicing yoga and I've been a yogi for many, many years, uh, traveling a lot to India. And then one day it clicked. One day I was sitting on the Gangas and I was like, oh my God, this is why I am still in the business. 
And I've been always successful in the business, but I felt tired and low energy and didn't want to continue doing it and start thinking, well, what can I do next? Because this is, this is, doesn't work. I mean, I mean, it's really bad. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, and it's getting worse and worse, by the way, but uh, it's clicked to me that there is a way that I can actually help and improve and uh, allow people to understand, educate people and to understand how can they take their health in their own hand and heal and practice the ancient, you know, uh, philosophy of Ayurveda medicine and healthcare that can actually help us. So heal and I'm doing And how are you specifically doing that? So I, uh, I went uh, through a habit training. I did a lot of modules during the years for yoga practitioners. You know, I'm not a yoga instructor, but I went through a uh, major uh, module techniques. And in the end, I chose the Chopra Center as uh, an instructor. So I lead meditation, group meditation based on deep teaching and I'm doing it and uh, that's how I it helped me implement uh, meditation into the US healthcare and allow yeah and so now I'm opening events with meditation and whenever I can if it's the board meeting or the insurance carriers or it's the benefits industry or any industry if you open with few minutes of meditation and intention you the results the culture you built the energy um, the connection uh, among attendees are increasing and it's bringing the soul and spirit to every event so that's what I'm doing many years love that i have a couple things that come up uh, um so first thank you for sharing and uh speaking of deepak he actually just had his own collection with time pieces so he's into nfts i haven't checked my wallet yet to see the reveal i think it's yeah it's been revealed i think the reveal already happened <laughs> i have to go to my wallet and check it out very cool so you know when you're going around to all these you go to conferences and summits, not only for NFTs, you're heavily involved in the NFT space. You spoke at Future Shape 360 last July, you spoke at NFT London, you're a speaker on many stages. And then you're also going to conferences in the healthcare system. So every time if it's NFT related or not, the traditional the way of the system in the world is, do you always incorporate Web3 now in the blockchain to educate people in that way? Are you bridging them at every single conference where you're on a stage? Yes. So I actually do that in, in, in different levels. And I'm uh, also on my way to finding the right path to be successful in that. Yeah. So for example, um, in last June, I was in uh, Austin and I was leading meditation there, uh, a national conference uh, in the healthcare. I think there were like six, 700 people. And uh, I remember yeah. And I, so I was, I mean, I was opening the event with meditation and then I had half an hour to host the stage of Web3, NFT and the blockchain. And I had an artist, I had um, a platform and uh, we had a conversation about how can we, what, what is it exactly? How can we implement and how can we educate more people and just have the, the, the room was full. The room was full of people. It was incredible to see. So that's my biggest passion is to curate uh, in real life event, in uh, Web2 conferences to have a session, uh, to speak about the metaverse, the, uh, the opportunity, the, uh, the opportunity to actually move the, for me, 
mainly is the health insurance industry and the healthcare to move uh, everything to the blockchain, to have the transparency, to be able to find the information and be authentic about how can we not just use the system as a creature of habit, but learn from the inside out and see how can we enhance the system. So that's one thing that it's really happening and happening behind the scene. But uh, it was funny that you mentioned uh, the timepieces and Deepak. So I uh, I signed up a few weeks ago for the allow list and then I forgot about that. And when I lead the group meditation, it's the text is based on the teaching that uh, the Chopra um, were teaching us and Deepak. But I'm always putting my own flavor and uh, for years, I'm actually um, leading, and this is something that I'm talking a lot about, uh, The Seven Spiritual Law of Success. Um, this book has been a reference. At almost every meditation that I led so far in the last few years, I've been referencing the day of, like, for example, today's Wednesday. And Wednesday is the yeah. day of at least effort. So there is a lot of energy about Wednesday and how we are breaking up the week for each day and uh, what the intention and how mindful can we be about the day. So I was leading on Thursday with intention and desires and, and sharing how Thursday is important. And also it was the new moon coming up in the Aquarius and what does it mean? And, and I went back to my room afternoon and I'm like, wow, this was dropped. And I, I, you, can, you can mint. So, I mean, it's like, so I went and mint my uh, three pieces. I actually got four. So I bought one on the second market and then uh, minted the three and was couldn't believe the synchronicity and the coincidence. But there's no coincidence, you know? I mean, I don't think that there is a coincidence. So that's amazing. It's uh, really an amazing project. I think that uh, I don't think it's uh, been spoken enough on, on this level, but it's a big day. It's a big day for the spiritual, uh, the spiritual world. Yeah. Wow. That's so cool. I'm so happy I was able to collect. That's so neat. Maybe we'll have Deepak on. <laughs> Let's talk about the importance of Web3 moving into wealth. What do you mean by that? What does it mean for you? So uh, one thing about the space, and it's not, you, unless you are sleeping under a rock, or, or I don't know where, you really <laughs> understand that Women in the space in general, I mean, women in, in general, but in the Web3 space have voice. We have the voice. You can hear the women. You can see them. They're always so beautiful. And it's really beautiful to see that we have a lot of women around. Depends on which communities, but we do have them. But when you go into the roots, you go deeper and deeper and deeper. Yes, we have the same, we have the same opportunity, but we don't have the same background we don't have the same starting point, we don't have the same support, and we don't have the same courage that I think men have to each other and the way they were leading in the world for generation and generation. For me, it's very important to bring the right conversation into the space and the right conversation into the space cannot be among women talking about 
women uh, empowerment, which is great. You know, some women needs that and needs the, 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 the support to really have a voice and, and do this and do that. I know how to utilize their voice. Like, right. like you said, we all have a voice, but some people just are so confused on how to use it. So that, that can be like a channel on the Discord. That's like a sub channel on a Discord. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. But the, the bottom line... What Important. Say, yeah. Yeah. It's that we need to move the conversation into so we need the feminine and the masculine to come together we need to bring the conversation into if we are hosting a panels if we are talking in the room uh, or it doesn't matter if it's on twitter or clubhouse whatever it is you know we need to bring the conversation and see how are we rewriting this contract to and it goes beyond just the wealth it's go it's really about commitment, I think, how we are committing to each other. Because as a single mother that raised my kids financially, I would say, on my own, for sure, I think that I've seen so much discrepancy. And still today, I mean, every day I see it. And I'm behind the scene on a lot of, of the information. And I can see how the masculine energy, and not all of them, but most of them, most of them see their responsibility only when they are in their relationship. So the wealth is mutual until we actually breaking the, this package. And when the package is broken and you see too many uh, men and women, both, because if you could start talking to men in a way that they can understand and they can understand how they've been affected by that, meaning they have a grandmother that got uh, abandoned. They have a, a sister that her husband abandoned her. You know, I mean, I, there is um, emotionally abandonments, but it's also uh, financially. And that's the wealth that I'm talking about. Um, it's not helping women be great is coming to the table and talking to women. How can we together create a space that will I can say in the NFT space is how can we create a space that will have women collecting, you know, and not just showing up, but collecting, being a holder, because there's one thing in your mouth and there is one, one thing in your wallet. There is two different things. And I think that I've seen too many women are incredible women that do so much into the space and they're mostly community manager and doing that. Although the tax side is also a problem because it's engineering school is full of uh, the masculine energy. So again, it will take time. But I think that empowering the conversation to take responsibility on actions and rewriting this contract, uh, being very smart about this contract that hopefully one day and soon will be on the blockchain and we're not going to be like, oh, right now we are a unit and then tomorrow we are not together and it's you dealing with your own things and I'm going on my own having, you know, the wealth is like 80-20 best case scenario or, you know, I mean, uh, to do to have to do also with the with the collections and, and NFT space and uh, owning communities and, and, and projects and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Do you remember those um, famous books like Nancy Drew story clues? They were like Inspector Gadget, kind of like Nancy Drew. There are these famous books. Well, I remember in 2018, I was flying from New York Fashion Week to LA and I met this woman, thank goodness gracious. I was on my iPad studying voiceovers and then she showed me she was just with this like designer doing stuff with Vogue and 
blah, blah, blah. And she was working with her interactive. It's all female coding gaming company in Seattle. And they were going to make Nancy Drew and story clues. And they were showing um, how to make coding cool for like 12 year old girls, like for younger girls. We had a connection. She ended up hiring me and I I, I read for the role and I became uh, Georgia, which was like the tomboy, Nancy's best friend. And um, I recorded the project, but there was buzz that I remember like, oh yeah, because growing up it was always boys doing the electronics you know boys fixing you know the wires of the tv and then like in 2018 also I went to DJ music school and I learned like in less than five minutes like how to hook up the controller and the speakers and you have to like you have five minutes or less like go and and you do it so like really putting divine femininity and and other people up to those kind of tasks instead of just making it so heavy thinking like oh projecting like this is so-and-so's responsibility this is so-and-so's responsibility responsibility. So like radical transformation, I just had this woman Colleen on from the president of the Actors Connection. So it's about like, instead of blaming or shaming or putting things onto other people or as a society and culture and communities, oh, that community will take care of it. Oh, that's what they do. No, like (laughs) we're all responsible. So we can be more responsible to be interested to learn and if we want to, but what are some one or two examples of how people can take radical transformation and action about some of the things that you're talking about? First of all, I I really have a huge trust in, uh, in the blockchain and the smart contract, as I mentioned. I think that these contracts will uh, eliminate, uh, definitely, it will eliminate a lot of the questioning around uh, responsibility and actions. Not only that, it's, it's, it's very black and white. You know, it's almost like, okay, this, there is no, let. although, I mean, actually, no, I mean, you know, even on the blockchain, you can transfer to one different wallet and uh, friend's wallet and, uh, you know, I'm the, I, I I, I've seen it. I've seen it. But, uh, you know, so it, it might be a problem, but I think that it needs to come from the heart. So um, I think that the opportunity to actually connect from the heart and understand that we are not just equal as far as, and again, I'm not a feminist at all. So I don't know if I'm, I mentioned it before. I'm not at all. I, <laughs> I, 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 I'm still, uh, and many uh, of my Way, the way I'm thinking and, and the way my thought processes is I, I'm very conservative, you know, and sometimes even old fashioned in, in a way when it comes to relationship between men and women. And, mm. you know, and I'm very close to men. I'm very, very close to I, I grew up with a lot of men around me. I have I'm, I'm still very close to very powerful men from my childhood. So. I mean, it's really super interesting to it's been really I think that the fact that we're going to have the contracts to be transparent. So there is not going to be in a lot of questions about yeah. how will it work will be great. But also, I believe just hosting either panels or events that will make sure that we're all on the same page and understand slowly, slowly, step by step, like baby steps, our feelings, our thought, our, uh, the thought process that we are different, that we are, a man say I'm, I'm insecure. It's not like a woman say I'm insecure. You know, I mean, it's two different things. So I think enhancing the conversation and moving into the space that not just women talk around among themselves, but have collab conversation with, with them and, 
allowing the opportunity to actually show up in different ways and educate more women to be stepping up and, and leading the space in ways that are, um, again, merging both worlds into the conversation, even if it's on a panel or, or a podcast or a Twitter space, make sure you are staying conscious about that. And it will take the entire tribes of men, I think, from all over the world to really, really bring the conversation and act upon it, you know. So the thing is, before we started the podcast, we took a deep breath, we set an intention, and we were mindful, we were conscious about it. And we were, you know, talking about wallet hygiene, and how Kevin Rose just was hacked. And he's one of the leaders in the space, love to Kevin Rose there, I was in a Twitter spaces, and a lot of people were blaming and shaming. But to onboard more people, we have to support one another. And it's not the individual. It's not about that. It's about like the technology and with the contract and the smart contract and you think you're signing something people are moving so quick in this space and there's so many links but like taking action rightful action that you're talking about like maybe before clicking a link maybe before taking action in such a way maybe we take that space everything doesn't have to be kumbaya sending it setting an intention or kumbaya like doing a prayer everyone can have their own thing that they do but maybe there's that extra breath or space that we take that we make before taking action and being so quick to click and so quick to call someone or to do something or to be involved. Maybe we just take another day or another beat. And any thoughts on that? You know, I think that always to take another an extra breath helping me. I mean, I can <laughs> definitely, uh, this is my personal practice every time I do something. But listen, I first think that we, and, 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 and I think that I've seen in the last few weeks, because major leaders in the space got hacked, I've seen on, on, you know, in tweets saying, I never thought it's going to happen to me. And I think that that goes a long way with how we all think. So I am sure Kevin Rose never thought it's going to happen to him. You know, I mean, I, I'm sure uh, Crypto Novo never thought it's going to happen to him. I'm sure, I mean, there are people that really separate themselves from everyone. And I think that we need to think that it can happen to everyone. It can happen. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter how much security you have, that you have the ledger, you have this, you have all the security, you have everything. It's going to happen to you. I've been hacked four or five times. I've been hacked on a hack, you know, I mean, uh, trying to see if I can fix it, you know, and then I got even more like beyond even a, a word hackathon <laughs> yeah yeah i've been i've been hacked on my whatsapp a few weeks ago that they were asking for remember remember yeah oh my god yeah it's so important to talk about it go ahead and one of our mutual yes. sent money to you and then sent us in a group another group chat warning us not to which i don't do and that's why i called you immediately yeah. and i knew i knew i knew it was fishy <laughs> and but even even the best people or even you think the smartest people like you said it can happen 
happen to anybody. Anybody. So I think that, that, that so I think, first of all, we really, and I think that people, I'm, I'm, I'm in conversation with several of the, of the carriers and, and, and security and the security industry. And I think that insurance for a wallet will be, uh, it's, it's really needed in the space. Again, I'm, uh, I'm talking to people now and trying to advise also on so many levels because I, I see how we can create some type of uh, coverage that will cover you for uh, hackers. I think that the entire space, the, the platforms that we are using, I think they need to take extra, go at extra miles and help people uh, protect people. So, for example, when you get hacked, then you have to go to the police and re- report uh, a stolen NFT, then uh, bring the NFT to be an obsolete. So what? how are we going to recover my NFT if it's going to be an obsolete and re- report it to the police? So I think the whole process, it's going backwards instead of going forward. And I think that the way to show the love that the community had and people who showed up for Crypto Novo, I was, was like, I was in tears several times and, you know, to watch Dario that I know him from day one from Clubhouse stepping up. And if you met uh, Crypto Novo ever, you know, you really understand that uh, Crypto Novo is he is his punk you cannot you know I mean you cannot steal it from him because this is his character and the genuine uh, heart of this man is like to the moon I think that we need to have a process and procedure to follow and I think that I don't think it's going to be helpful to be a little bit more careful I mean yeah of course be more careful but you know I mean I just were in a meeting that somebody said that they got hacked from a, a googling there's a um a google extension it's called ad blocker it's free you can put ad blocker also there's a wallet guard it's a google extension so I was like purchasing some transactions and I was getting these text messages like it went through but I was was getting these messages and I put in the wallet guard it's free and it says your metamask is outdated so I just one clicked was able to update it and then it shows you green or red if it's like good or not and then they have a search bar where you can type put in the url to see if it's like a good one or not so that's that extra step and so um they're not sponsoring the show or anything I'm just you know education is so important so I'm like talking about how, the importance of it but my metamask I didn't know what was going on and then I put that in there when I found out about the them a few days later and it updated my MetaMask. And so that's great. That's really good. So yeah, so I just wanted to share that like, um, oh, and the other thing is, um, no matter what, if you have wallet guard or another something that you may use, nothing is 100% secure, nothing, nothing at all. Nothing is 100% secure, because there are so many bots, it's getting every like the stronger the platform, the more it's getting attacked, like every single millisecond of these bots. So nothing is ever secure. Something just happened, I think, with Chase Bank the other day. Like, there's some kind of right. hack or whatever. Yeah, there's hacks all the time. Yeah, it's like there are bad apples everywhere. But I think that uh, also, I think we need to have several cases when hackers are uh, actually caught by the the authorities and that people understand that they have consequences because right now people do not have consequences. I mean, we're buying again the NFT from somebody that actually bought it and stole it. And I mean, I mean, it's, it's, it's ridiculous the way it works, you know? So I think yeah. taking the uh, basic steps, of course, with Ledger and, and making sure that you are safe, but then it's, it's starting a whole different new way of experience. Uh, and I believe the technology will, we will advance the technology. 
and in a few months the space is not going to be it's not going to be the same it's going to we're going to have yeah. a different space and it's going to look different and feel different but definitely i believe people will step up for kevin and i believe kevin will get his stuff back but again it's sad that also the help is for people who are really in the driver's seat of leadership and the people that are uh, losing every day and discouraging by that, you know, going to leave and who knows if they will ever come back. So, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just thinking that we have to tackle it all and to have insurance to do our wallet will be yeah. great as well and, and finding solution that will upnotch the practice of the security uh, will be important. I love what you just said. Um, do you ever go to Leap Spaces by chance? I'll send you his URL. You have to go to him. He's he's amazing. They just brought out stats. He's like the number one Twitter spaces. They have over 50,000 unique people per month. And I was on a space with him last night. His goal is to like have 1 million by the end of uh, 2023. But I was actually just in a space and I think it would be really smart for you to join his spaces. Someone brought up actually insurance for NFTs. So I think that's like you know talking about insurance and stuff it's like just up your up your alley so i mean i'll send you the link so you can check it out but he's he's amazing sure, yeah, yeah 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 it's uh every night at 10 p.m and it goes to four in the morning eastern standard time um, i know so it's 7 p.m your time oh okay so that's good when you're in la at 7 p.m so you can just jump in yeah um but yeah the spaces are like everyone's in there now like warhodl jr emily logic like they were all in the space last night okay. i just saw them all in the space last night yeah yeah i saw emily and jr actually the last two nights in leap space oh yeah so let's move into i don't know i want to like move into like inclusion and diversity in web3 like do you want to go there and explore like what that means to you yeah so i think that uh it has a direct uh, uh correlation to what we talked about you know um about the wealth and uh, i think that uh i'm seeing discrepancy not just by the feminine energy but i see a minority as well i don't relate to people as minorities but you know i mean it's happening in the world and we see and i see i see the power of the blockchain and crypto uh, the ability and the power to actually move the wealth into wallets that really needed it so if it's uh needs uh, help in africa for uh, the water conservation or the soil we, we we need sustainability for the soil education for the soil or we need uh, there is a war like we did in a, in Ukraine. I mean, I think I see the social goods, uh, crypto for good or, or, or NFT for good. And, and, and I see the potential of um, the artists to be able to enhance the goodness in the world, which I since day one that I am in the space, which is uh, two years now, I mean, I am—I never sold an NFT. I never trade an NFT. I just collect, and I, you know, created NFT to uh, for charity. Like I, you know, I mean, so I mean, I gave my—I minted for charity, and uh, I, I think that uh, again, because I don't—I I don't have an attachment to anything in the space, uh, and I'm—I definitely don't want to be, you know, dropping the <laughs> collections and all that, but I do have my heart is like, let's do it. And also I was born an artist. So, I mean, I think that people like me that are in minorities that they never thought they can be, can do something with their art 
or I, not just it's not just the, the ability it's just i never had the desire to actually sell or be in you know uh exhibitions or yeah or, or i never that wasn't your motivation in your drive no exactly never and the only time but you have like an appreciation and the aesthetic you like to be around it and yeah so unless you came to my house, you wouldn't even know that I'm an artist, you know. Uh, but when you came to my house, people are like, oh, my God, oh, my God, you know, because my art is all over. And the space moved me in a way that I don't think any income can move anyone to the heart and happiness. So I felt and I'm feeling like, you know, this is it, you know, now you can uh, yeah share your art and you don't have to and it's not just specifically you know you paint for so long for months as I would paint and then what I will have it in somebody's house there's no money that could actually sell this piece for me so but right now when I can share it with more wallets and have you know I'm, I'm planning myself to rebuild my home and the the home that I raised my kids and uh, uh, to have a whole wall of uh, screen and NFT so people can actually the community can come and, and I, I'll host events and uh, you know it's just it just uh, your home's so beautiful thank you yeah thank you and so is your art I you know I've seen it a couple times and um, we I'm so excited for us to collab and I saw like you and brain pasta did a collab and um, let's talk about your art for me I see you as an abstract artist so how do you how is your art for you so yeah it's it, it's abstract but it means so much it's it's like when I look at my painting for example there is so much behind it it's like I can write and write and write about it and that's why I'm so attached to my art because you know I mean it's all symbolic to a specific time in my life or whatever I went through emotionally and physically. And it was it was a, an avenue for me to actually take my anxiety and, and move it to the... <laughs> To, to colors, you know, and, and, and colors are my life. I really, really love color and, and uh, I, being eclectic myself, you know, I'm like I wake up in the morning every day and I, I walk into my closet and I'm like, oh, what's today? What can I do to make myself, uh, what color I feel today? And I make myself so happy by just, you know, uh, dress, yeah. dressing up. Colors also means a lot to me. So red means something very specific. The yellow means, you know, I mean, so, and I, I also lead from that, you know, colorfully, you know, I mean, I think that leadership is also something that you are uh, mindfully can uh, share with colors. So, yeah, so the art is uh, another step that right now brought me into um, sharing my heart and soul and actually beyond because it's it's very personal for me. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Your wardrobe is so on fleek. It, your wardrobe is just like a walk-in dream and so colorful. You know, Warhol uh, posted the other day and I retweeted it that he overheard art is very personal. Really? It is. It's so personal. And when I was looking at one of your pieces, how you were showing me how like you write and then you put layers and collages on top of it. I'm a poet. So um, I've done that too. It's like you have secret messages written under certain things and, <laughs> and that attachment. Oh my God, that attachment is real. I had a storage, like I've had multiple storages, like four. I spent over $10,000 through the years on just holding my babies. Those were my babies. And I dismantled and, you know, sold some, gifted some to friends and yeah. 
before the pandemic, I got rid of, you know, my last storage. I'm like, I'm not going to hoard and keep storage. Like these are so beautiful. They need to be out there. And I took radical responsibility. If they're not going to be out there, like at an exhibition or in a gallery, like I'm gifting these and I'm paying it forward. And I gifted over 40 physical paintings to the Goodwill signed by all means. One by Jessica Simpson signed. I told the guy he took that one. And I'm like, just hold on to it. He's like, I'm going to put it above my bed. I'm like, do not sell it for under $10,000. Trust me. He's like, oh, I'm never going to sell it. Um, But yeah, all those are signed and they're out there in the world. So like people who like color, who like art, who like collage, we can pay it forward. Like someone's old belongings or trash is someone else's gold. So it's all energy, you know, whether it's up and down and you have that anxiety that you feel and you shape shift that energy and you apply it to the canvas or you get dressed in such a way to feel good. It's so, so important for self-care and love and how we're mindful and, and tuning in with ourselves. Thank you for sharing that. To what you just mentioned, I mean, um, yeah. whenever I come back home from, uh, from a conference, I create a painting that has to do with the energy of the conference, with the wording, with the, some stickers, with some, uh, you know, um, so it's actually really allowing me to express because art is expression without words, but then you can put words into the expression. And I think take it to a level of uh, mindful understanding and mindful, very uh, aware um, state of consciousness. So, yeah. And that's so cool because you can take that and take a photo and now have a digital collectible on the blockchain. It's like having a diary of your life. In addition, your experience in art is telling the story of history of our interpretation of this moment of this energy collectively through your rooted experience of your being to the present day of now and for you and generations to come to look at that piece of art and see this was that moment, you know? So that's that's really beautiful. It, that's inspiring for me, you know, be more niche and specific about like certain experiences I'm having to maybe document it in such a way for that moment. It doesn't have to be a 10,000 collection or 11 piece collection, just one. Just take that moment of what it is because there's so many things yeah. in that experience that can be in that whole collection of that one. I love that. Absolutely. Speaking of art and education, let's shape shift into your book. So you have a new book coming out soon. So tell me more. Yeah. So this book is actually, I'm done with this for about a year ago. I wrote it mainly uh, the weeds of the pandemic started in 2000, um, actually 2020 um, and uh, was done, but it's like I'm editing and editing and (laughs) and, uh, it's uh, the name of the book is Super Omni. Um, It's a very, very special book to me and uh, Super Omni with the H, O-H-M-N-I. And this... uh, Super Omni, it's the Rx for the meta leadership in the new now. So how can we be leaders when we show up in the new now? And the new now is every moment we are new. So how can we lead, you know, into the future when we are in this physical aspect of our body? And the book is actually really go back to where uh, how I grew up. And of course, I grew up in Israel. And um, I talk a lot about what does it mean to be growing up in a war zone, basically, 
you know um so it's really bringing back and then being um a generation of third generation of the holocaust so a little bit about that and then a little bit a lot about my leadership in the health insurance industry and uh, uh being a woman in the in the in also in a very 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 masculine energy uh, profession so you you can walk into a room and on many occasion in my in my business and I am the only woman not just the, the only mm. woman I'm the, the youngest in the room uh, in many cases oh my god I, I forgot to mention at the beginning of the show oh my goodness we are totally on video so if you haven't already popped over to the video please go to my YouTube the link is below and check <laughs> out Nama on the video she's amazing is that piece yours behind you by the way Yes, that's the Super Omni. So the Super Omni is just the cover for the book, but the Super Omni took a, a twig. So the Super Omni was before because it's a it's a piece that I I, I painted in two thousand one, yeah, something like that. And then and then uh, uh, so that's the Super Super Omni. I stopped painting in two thousand nine because I didn't want to waste canvases and there was no more room and I didn't want to sell and it wasn't my career and you know and I didn't relate to myself as an artist. <laughs> It was my personal therapy. <laughs> Art was my personal therapist, you know. So, and definitely, uh, by the way, this is how I raised my kids. My kids, we were, we used to paint few afternoon every month, you know. We, we, we used to bring, come together and paint. And then it became like, a, you know, it became a Bitcoin crypto when I became, when I moved into the crypto space. So it's going to have a different uh, form and shape. So yeah, so Super Omni, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the early clubhouse days, you know, because that's what just happened there when I learned about what is NFT for the first time, community around me. And only that I'm using this book to actually really, really, uh, share how can you lead from your heart and how leaders can enhance um, and bring, because I think that's what we're missing a lot, definitely in Web3 and uh, on the blockchain, but also in leadership as a whole. I mean, people are very formal in many uh, uh, occasions and meetings, people are hosting meeting and, and being the container in a very, uh, especially in the IT and the, uh, and the internet uh, industry, you know, very uh, on the cloud and I've been I've been around so many professions uh, that they are very rigid and there's no heart at all. It's just mechanism and it's so robotic, so and, and mechanics that it's really losing a lot of the passion, the empathy, and leading in a way that we really really care for each other. And I think that so that's book. The book is also definitely bring that. I'm interviewing a lot of uh, professionals that I'm using in my life because I think that what I learned in a very early age that I have, I literally have and assistance for everything I do in my life. So I use and reach out to the professionals, you know, I mean, and I have an advisor for everything, for everything. And I think that's how I mindfully raised my kids and was able to actually be there for them physically and not yeah. to be all over the place and build such a big career because uh, it's been not easy at all. And then also the helping hands for each limb. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I, I, so I'm sharing that, you know, I have my astrologer, my feng shui, my, my therapist, my coach, my this, my that, everything, you know, and then of course. You need a chapter for each one of your helpers and assistants and advisors. When does the book come out? 
So uh, I'm finishing it. I mean, I'm done editing. And I, let's put it this way. I'm done editing. I know. In a few weeks. Yeah. In a few weeks. I, I already have a, the publishing and all that is set for many, like a few years ago. Yeah. But uh, I'm now looking for uh, to partner because I'm going to publish it in, on Amazon. And of course, I mean, uh, in, in bookstores and stuff. But also it's going to be on the blockchain. So I'm looking to partner, uh, to lo- finding the right partner to partner with me might have someone for you yeah yeah she was on my podcast and she uh was on the podcasting side and now for so many decades and now she went to the book side and so she publishes books and then makes them podcasts so she's a great person because she knows all that i'll make the introduction yeah yeah. Yeah, she's like at a great place that could be good for you so um are you going to be doing the audio for it as well no no, I'm not going to do the audio. I'm going to, I'm going to, the audio will be somebody else. I mean, uh, I, I, I'm not going to do that, but I'm looking into, I'm, I'm going to put a proposal now for the rag radio community, the DAO to see, cause I, I think I want to um, have the book be published as a community as well. So I think that's uh, my next step of uh, being, Ooh. yeah, being involved. In- like one page or one chapter. So think about, think about uh, the community. Once you actually read the book, you also can have kind of ownership or, or get paid for that, you know, through uh, the DAO that we're building now for Rug Radio, because, you know, I'm a diehard uh, Rug Radio, you know that. So uh, tell yeah. me how you really feel about Rug Radio. Come on. <laughs> Let me have it. Tell me the vibe. Didn't didn't I just said I'm a diehard uh, rag radio? Um, so from day one, for some reason, because I was volunteering in the media for a long time, and I've been in the space for the media for not 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 as my career, but you know, of course, when you have a career or whatever it is, media is part of what you do. But it wasn't my thing at all. But I was the chair. The, the national chair for the media for Region 8, which is the West, the West Coast for the health insurance industry, and the local chapter as well in Los Angeles. And I was really, I can't even believe, tell you how unbelievable experience it was. Like nothing is moving. You cannot move anything. Everybody needs to authorize this and this and that. You can't say that. You cannot say that. You, you can. So I was like, what the fuck? the media this is not a media this is like this is like so it was really painful so when the conversation about rug radio came into uh, a volume and i was there in the room and i i've been uh, close to um the leadership and of course farouk which i love him dearly i think he's uh such a heart person and I, I i know his heart let's put it this way yeah so and then the team and know that now with we there is a and i saw and i actually was elected to the first 33 councils for the for the rag radio which was by the community when i'm not an influencer when I'm not a, uh, I don't have a big Twitter or I don't, I don't, I also don't have the desire to have it. So it's not that I am trying to build, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm trying to be me in, 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 in a very authentic way. So, and me, it's not just being, uh, so I go with my heart, but I found that with the leadership when we started the DAO and the people that were that came together and they're still around, which is Mando and OSF and Pete Grossman and Kimberly and uh, Spencer. And there's so many of the, the original crew and Luxley, of course, the genuinity of being anonymous, actually, to having the community 
realize, yeah, you can make a difference. Yes, there is a lot you can bring to the table. Yes, there is a lot of experience. There is a lot of not just wording into an empty bucket, but there are, you know, years of behind my experience that evolved and, uh, and unfold for many years. And just supporting and voting for me was amazing. So I've been, and from day one, when I, even before that, you know, I, when, if you are close to me, I texted you, I emailed you, I called you, I said, get the Genesis, get the membership, get the Genesis, please, please, please go on the, on the um, family list. It was a family list. Do that, do that. And people that did that, you know, I mean, I just had a conversation earlier with a friend of mine that she, she said, she said, I would never get it if you wouldn't say no. Uh, do it, you know. I mean, and I, and when I, I you too, I know. <laughs> no, I want to. I just, you're, I'm like so fighting over here. This is like the first time I've ever said this on my show. This is the first time I've ever said anything except to Kenobi. So what happened was two things. One, I remember last March NFTLA around there when you were nominated. It was like a big buzz and thing, and I was like so proud of you. Yay. And then, but I remember last December, Farouk was posting it was free. Kenobi got it three days prior before there was like a massive room. I was sitting like right here and there was this huge room and it, the, the internet kept breaking because like everyone minted at the same time. But three days prior, if you would have gotten it, the gas was like $10. I was writing Kenobi because the thing is, I was like not on electronics and I was with Kenobi at Doodles that we met at um at uh, uh, Doodles launch in Moonpay at our Basel in 2021. I was like, yo, Kenobi like tag team like if you know about something let me know if you know if I know about something I'll let you know like share the alpha yo like but no like I knew you then but I didn't receive that if I would have got that message from you oh my god like I still need rug radio like I still need that there has to be some in the vault it needs to be sent over to me like it needs to happen like I am a rug radio for life like I am a lifer I was there I was like my computer was I'm like right there to click it slamming it it just it kept like breaking it went so fast there was like over 27,000 or 10,000 there were so many no, 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 20, 20. whatever there 20. was just so I mean th- there was a lot and then it was like nothing it was like oh my god no, but you, there are a lot there are a lot available on secondary but but uh, uh, I, I think that that for me it's just uh, I am fascinated by the decentralization and, and actually evolution of the possibility of decentralizing media that will allow us the access to our voice and to be free. And part of it is, yeah, you know, people will hold you accountable to whatever you say, and you need to really have your checks and balances in place, and you need to really be mindful about what you're saying. But in general, it's a platform that develop in a way that, first of all, every cu- uh, um, curator can actually have a platform. So I think that if you are uh, a podcaster or, or uh, whatever you do, in especially in the media space, you have to hold a Genesis piece and a membership and a membership because I think at least one, because that will allow you 
to actually build on the platform that the audience is already there. So the audience is evolving and people get to know each other and in a very, very um, special way. And not only that, you now get rewarded for doing, taking action in the media and being supportive of the community. I think that when was the last time we were getting, you know, uh, paid or, or, or rewards for supporting uh, uh, anything? So yeah, I think that this is part of the uh, the evolution. And I think that that's will, it's only the beginning. And I think that um, I am very, very proud to be part of such an incredible, you know, a community. There are a lot of um, amazing community out there, but I think that not only that, I tell you one thing, you, we talked a lot uh, in this hours about wealth and wealth and diversity and inclusion and all that. When I came to Rag Radio and I was shocked again, not shocked, but <laughs> to see how there's no women and I just one tweet, one tweet that I responded to um, a, a post brought so much conversation and so much attention into the how can we help women move the, the needle, you know, and how can we, I was mind blowing. So I think that the heart is there, the connection is there, the relationship are now evolving, and I feel so close to each and every Rug Radio holder that it's... Yeah. It's my heart, yeah. You 1,000%, 1 million percent have inspired me, and I've been having wants and desires, and now I know how to move the needle forward by having this conversation. Like, I know what I need to do. No one's going to do it for me. Even if you say it or put it out there, no one's going to do it for you but you. So I know what I need to do, steps I need to take to bridge that connection, to be deeper within a community that really speaks to my heart and soul. Because I am Rug Radio. I am a voice of Rug Radio community. And I so appreciate you. And thank you so much. You're so impactful. And I'm I'm so inspired. And we're going to round this out. Do you want to say anything else? Else before I close out the show? No, I just thank you so much for your time, for your heart, for your always showing up, for always connecting people, for always bringing such a so much love, you know, and sharing. And you also congratulations on the new shows coming up for uh, soon. And now you're filming in New York. And I really hope that this will be very, very successful because uh, I mean, first of all, it's funny. I mean, I didn't see the whole thing, but I know we, we film uh, uh, an episode here. Oh, I'm sending you a link right now. It's unlisted. I just made it for my mom and dad. I still don't have it. But, uh, you know, it's funny because, you know, I, I hosted a lot. I mean, in the last uh, 15 years, I'm hosting events, community in real life over here, you know, in my space, you know, and I, this day that we film was like, <laughs> it was like, I mean, and, and I, I also actually have a lot of my friends filmed here, but I, nobody actually could convince me to be in the movie, in the movie, you know? <laughs> So you are the only one who actually, I'm like, I'm not going to say no to Katie, you know, it's like, <laughs> I am so lucky. Wow. I am so lucky. 
I am so lucky. Thank you. I, I just, I just shared the link with you. Don't post it or anything. Obviously it's, it's nine minutes. Um, the editor's working with the DP rider that you met. Yeah. He's editing it down to about seven, seven 30. We're going to, I'll tell you about the, uh, we'll talk about offline or the, the plan of it. We're going to put it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. We'll talk about, we'll talk about it more, but uh, I just want to honor you, have you on the show. And I just feel like, we'll we should just have you on again and we'll, ha- we'll have a full episode on your character, <laughs> Guru Ma. And we can get into the depths and soul of it all. But for you to shine your light and to talk about like your book and the clubhouse days and the spirit and the essence of like everyone on the Rug Radio Dow and how like things are in the space and the technology. And just because of, you know, personally me speaking of all the the hacks, it's a big distraction of like the, the heart and soul of, you know, how, who we are, how we connected. And what I always say is like the heartbeat of the ecosystem, the space, like it loves hackers. It loves those things because the the humanity and for the space of moving forward and the intentionality of why it was authentically built in such a way, you know, that it has its own heartbeat. It has its own movement. I'm going to be honest, because this has happened to me recently. I was reflecting on some things by hearing some people speak. I kind of like have always led thy way and I, that's who I am, but I kind of got drowned out and I, I deleted my social media for about three months. I was like drowned out and I had to like rekindle the remembrance of, you know, those things. So it's important for us to have these conversations. It's important for us to, you know, speak up and and continue on or else, you know, there's like this proverb, I think they say you die twice, once when you physically die, and then you die when people stop telling the story. So it's important to have podcasts and communities and the nominees and the people on the councils to be able to have a, a collective, you know, foresight of what's happening for humanity and the greater purpose of what's happening so we can rise and lift and move forward together because there's a lot of this stuff going on that can drown even the best intentional people out, you know? So thank you. Thank you so much. <sighs> okay, so we're going to round out the show. This has been amazing. Uh, follow Nama below, get in contact, subscribe, like, leave a comment. Please share this with at least, I want to say, I always say with one person, but you need to share this episode, please, yeah. with like five people. Like definitely post it on social media, re-listen to it, take notes, send it to people. Because of you, we are in the top 1.5% podcast out of almost 4 million podcasts. I was going to have Nama on in season four for the Women empowerment series because she's so powerful but she was all over the place traveling and stuff so I'm so happy I was able to get her on today this is such an impeccable episode share with like one to five people for sure like subscribe um, check out the show notes below support the show and again because of you I built this show at the end of 2019. I didn't know how to get on the train tracks. I wanted to start my podcast eight, nine years ago. And I finally did. In second season, we became top 5% podcast out of almost 3 million podcasts. And then in season four, in the middle of the season, we became top 1.5% podcast. And from 2019 to 2023 now, there's a million more podcasts. So we're in the top 1.5% and we're going to the moon together. Oh, Shanti, Shanti. Oh, Shanti, Shanti. Let's take three breaths. Let's take three breaths. One for the mind and exhale. And one for the body, inhale. And exhale for the body. And one for the spirit, inhale for the spirit. 
and exhale for the spirit. Just remember that it's Wednesday and we practice the least effort because, you know, flowers don't learn how to bloom and fish doesn't learn how to swim and we naturally can love each other and don't even need to learn that. Om Shanti Shanti. Thank you so much for having me. Om Shanti Shanti Shanti. Om Shanti Shanti. Thank you so much. Thank you. Woo! <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you next time. Kiriaki. Over and out. <laughs>